You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The home of the Revs, the Sports Hub. Zappi works from the gun. He does so with Parker split to the near side left. He draws Newsom in coverage. Myers in motion to the near side. Play fake by Zappi. A throw to the right and a leap by Jono Smith with a grab. Go! Bounces off two defenders. Runs down the right side. Fury to the left across the 30. Tracked down inside the 25 by Emerson. A breakaway by Jono Smith to the Browns 21. Hey, Bailey Zappi even having Jonu Smith break out and have a game. 53 yards, big first down there for the Patriots en route to their big win over the Browns today. The final, 38-15. to New England converting 20 first downs today. With every first down, Credit Union's kids at heart will help fund promising studies into Moya Moya, as well as clinical care tools for children affected. Learn more at cukidsatheart.org. That's C-U, the letters C-U, kids at heart. Org. Again, Patriots 38-15 winners over the Browns today. They get to 500 in the season now, 3-3. Three and three. Uh, We welcome in Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com. And while I feel like you've downplayed the zappy thing these last couple of weeks, Greg, let me just ask you, at least say it's gotten a bit interesting at uh, the quarterback visit for the Patriots, or it will be an interesting week heading into the Chicago game. Yeah, I, I think I would say that. I would say that... Um, you know, Bailey certainly stated his case today and gives the coaches something to think about. And, you know, I think it's it makes it more uh, more of an option to possibly rest Mac for another week against a truly wretched Bears team uh, to make sure he's fully healthy for the balance of the season. Um, and, you know, I, I, I might you might say I'm a little bit, you know, lukewarm now, a little, a little warm um, with the <laughs> zappy fever. But uh, big picture uh, today doesn't really change a whole lot for me. I do think that Bailey showed better in this game. I, he certainly made uh, some more plays in this game um, and was asked to do more because the running game was largely bo- bottled up. So he needed to be efficient in this game for them to win and he was but you know big picture uh, it doesn't change a whole lot for me and you know quite frankly it doesn't really matter what I think I think you know listening to Belichick in his post-game press conferences um you know he certainly downplayed the performance which was interesting but um yeah it definitely makes for an interesting week this week for sure hey Greg uh you mentioned the Bears on deck would you play Mac Jones for the kind of like a warm-up act because you do have to look at the Jets um, I know it's one one week at a time here, but you know, is that maybe a timeline to get Mac Jones in here? I mean, they could potentially be a playoff team with everything else that's happening in the AFC and around the league, for that matter. 
would it might would it be worth it to them to maybe play the warm up act against the Bears and then have them ready for the Jets? Yeah, I think so. I, I think it's it's very hard to just um, you know throw somebody into uh, you know an NFL game without you know much real real work. And I think um, at least some sort of appearance by Mac Jones. I mean, you know, if you could draw it up, if you're the Patriots, Mac Jones starts the Patriots get up big. And they let Zappy take over for the rest of the game. Sort of let Mac Jones get his f- feet wet, um, and uh, you know, and sort of go from there. Um, but yeah, I do think there's some value in that. Uh, the the much maligned coaching staff, specifically Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, which we've all had our questions about going back to the off season. It's all well documented, Greg, as you know, and I think rightfully so. You know, the questions about them, but. Are they starting to show better? Like that third and ten, uh, the 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 draw to Stevenson, which goes for the t- the long touchdown. Like that's what I'm like. Okay, got to tip my cap. Well, I get questions about some of the play calling. I thought that was a ballsy call. So are they showing better? The coaches in recent weeks. Uh, y- you could say that. I mean, it's it's fair to say that. I think that that they've gotten Bailey to play as efficiently as possible. Certainly a feather in their cap. Um. I do think that Matt Patricia had some hits in this game. I definitely do think he had some misses in this game. But that third and ten call is not one that I'm going to give him credit for. I mean, it's they were clearly playing for a field goal, and the Browns just had a terrible defensive call. There's no way that you do that and take linebackers out of the middle of the field when you know if you've watched the Patriots last week uh, – you know they're going to play for a field goal there, and that's what they were doing. They were they were running a draw. You know they ran a little bit of power there, but that's just a horrible call by the Browns. There's no way in hell the Patriots run that defense on third and ten uh, in the same scenario. So yeah, I do think Matt Patricia had some good good plays in this game. Um, that is not. I'm sorry that that's not one I'm going to give him credit for. That was a bad play by the Browns. How about the flip side of it? They ran on third and ten. But on third and short around the goal line, they throw it. Did you did you think that was a good play? Uh, was that the Thornton touchdown? Yes, Thornton touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, look that they that they went play action. I mean, it's a good play. I thought you know Bailey did a really nice job coming off his first read and finding Thornton. I thought it was a better play by you know Zappy and the protection by the offensive line than anything. Um, but you know, I don't know what the score was at that point, but. You know, the the Patriots had some, you know, breathing room where, you know, they could, if they wanted to, they could go. I mean, play action, and I wrote a column about this today at BSJ, sort of looking at their their third, their red zone woes so far. And, you know, it, it didn't take a genius to know that uh, they needed to run the ball more between the tackles and they needed to run more play action and stop running, you know, first reads to the running backs in the flat. And, uh, and, and look, you know, this, this Browns defense is, is terrible. It's, it wasn't good when they had Jadavion Clowney and Denzel Ward. And you're not having those guys certainly didn't help. And, and you're talking about a defensive coordinator, Joe Woods, who, um, is on the verge of losing his job. And that third and 10 call is the type of call that can, you know, lose somebody their job. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, you know, play action on third and one. I mean, if you want to give them credit for it, fine. I mean, you know, that's that's what you should do there. Um, you know, and, and I thought Bailey made a really uh, excellent play on that, coming off his first read and finding Thornton in the back of the end zone. 
Based on how you're talking about the Browns and their ineptitude and their very Brownsy things they did today, Greg, do you? I get the feeling like once you maybe watch some of the the detailed coaches' film, that you might walk away from this saying this wasn't as impressive a win as some fans may think it was. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I let the film, you know, take me to where I'm going. You know, so come Tuesday on Felger and Maz and and you know my column on BSJ, um, I I could be very enthusiastic about what I saw, sort of like, you know, what I saw out of the defense last week. I, I would say, you know, th- that's the biggest thing in this game to me is that, you know, yes, they're limited with Jacoby Brissett and, you know, you knew this game was going to go this way. But to to completely shut down the offensive line and Nick Chubb in this game, largely outside of one run, to me, that was the whole thing in this game. If you wanted to give the pre- Patriots a ton of credit and an undermanned defensive line at that, if you wanted to give them a ton of credit for something, that would be it. That was the most impressive thing because that line's tremendous, and so is Chubb. And and he they they really it wasn't much of a factor. Some of it has to, had to do with Stefanski's approach in this game, coming out shotgun empty. You're just like, dude, what are you doing? Um, but you know, look, I, I I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I I I to, I figured they would start one and three. I figured they would win their next four to get to five and three. I had the money line. And the over in this game. I thought the Patriots would romp in this game differently on offense than the way it turned out. Um, but, you know, this is sort of like the same discussion that we had last year when they, you know, they got to nine and four. Um, if people, you know, want to be excited about the winning streak, go, you know, go nuts. But, um, you know, handling the Lions and the Browns in back to back weeks, uh, you know, I'm sorry, it's not, it's nothing that's going to change my overall view of this team, which is, you know, let's get to the last eight or nine games, and then then we'll see what happens. All right, we'll mix in your phone calls with Greg Bedard. You want to talk to uh, to Greg about today's game? 617-779-0985 is the phone number. More with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. Coming up with, after the headlines with Joe Murray. First, though, we do need to pause 10 seconds for station identification. Here in the Safety Insurance 98.5 of Sports of Patriots Radio Network. Boston's home for sports is the Sports Hub. Obviously, media group station. Sports Hub headlines. Patriots winners today. They're now 3-3 three and three on the season. 38-15 winners over Cleveland. Bailey Zappi. Big day today. Uh, threw for over 300 yards. Had two touchdown passes. One to Hunter Henry. The other to Taquan Thornton, who also had a rushing touchdown in the game. For the Patriots today, they are now 3-3. Three and three. They'll play the Bears next week. Your NFL scoreboard, uh, Falcons over the 49ers, 28-14. Jets, 27-10 over the Packers. Colts get a 34-27 win over the Jaguars. Vikings, 24. Dolphins, 16. Bengals come back. They defeat the Saints, 30-26. Giants now 5-1. They beat the Ravens, 24-20. And Tom Brady and the Bucks. Fall to the Steelers, 20-18. to They're now 3-3 three and three on the season. In the third quarter, Panthers lead the Rams 10-7. Seahawks lead the Cardinals 9-3. And the Bills, they have a 10-7 lead over the Chiefs. Chiefs looking for a field goal here before the half. Sunday night football features the Eagles hosting the Cowboys. And Monday night football, Broncos at the Chargers. Headlines, they are driven by your 2022 Honda Pilot. Head to your local Honda dealer to learn more and see their lineup of 2022 rugged vehicles. I'm Joe Murray. More postgame after this on the Safety Insurance 98.5 The Sports of Patriots Radio Network. 
Hey, football fans, it's Bob Sosie, the voice of New England football. If you want to know how my voice stays in peak condition, look no further than my cup of Bigelow tea next to me in the booth. It's an essential part of my game day routine. And when it comes to tea, settling is not an option. Bigelow tea, grab a mug, and tea proudly. Let's face it, shopping for a used car isn't always a positive experience. But that is about to change. Honda is bringing the plus side to used car buying with Honda True Used. Shop from a selection of vehicles up to 10 years old. Plus, get a Honda-backed limited warranty and other premium benefits. Learn more online or at your local Honda dealer. And discover the better way to buy used with Honda True Used. We stayed at a nice hotel recently. Mini bar? Not included in the room charge. Wi-Fi? Not included in the room charge. On-site parking? Also not included in the room charge. If exclusions aggravate you too, don't buy insurance direct. Talk with an independent agent about safety's enhanced coverage options. You'll get expert advice and avoid an expensive lesson in exclusions. Not going to happen again. Ask an independent agent about safety insurance. We'll help you manage life storms. It's that time of year again. Time to get your flu shot. Shaw's is making it easier to protect yourself and your family by offering free flu shots with most insurance with no copayment unless required by your plan. You can also get other vaccinations, including COVID boosters, at the same time as your flu shot. One stop at Shaw's Pharmacy is all it takes to stay healthy all season long. And remember, with your vaccination, you'll get 10% off groceries. Restrictions apply. Visit Shaw's Pharmacy today or visit shaws.com slash flu for details. Hi, Matthew Slater here. I want to tell you about a special place just south of Boston where great things happen. No, not Foxborough, but AdCare Rhode Island. The small personalized program takes a holistic approach to drug and alcohol treatment, as well as proven therapies to overcome any addiction. It's hard to make that first call for help, but I guarantee that it's not a call you will regret. It is never too late to make a change. Call my friends at AdCare Rhode Island at 1-800-ALCOHOL. Time to get in on the action with DraftKings. Right now, DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions in cash prizes. Connecticut, New Hampshire listeners, you can also bet on the NFL with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings app and use code SPORTSHUB. New customers can get a free shot at millions in cash prizes only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. 21 plus. New Hampshire, 18 plus. Physically present in Connecticut. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void were prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. Hey, Becky, what about this beat for your next song? Mm, it's cool, but I'm into faster stuff lately, like Xfinity that gives me beyond gig speeds. Got it. What about this, then? Mm, it sounds powerful, just like Xfinity. Because its supersonic Wi-Fi has three times the bandwidth, you can connect hundreds of devices at once. <laughs> That's what I call power. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity. Made to do anything so you can do anything. Learn about the next generation Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Or get started with unlimited 300 megabits per second internet for $29.99 a month with a two-year rate guarantee. And no annual contract required when you add Xfinity Mobile. Plus, get a free 4K streaming box. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. New Performance Pro Internet customers only. Xfinity Mobile requires post-pay Xfinity Internet. After 24 months, regular rates apply to all services and devices. Actual speeds vary. Requires compatible Xfinity Gateway. Limited quantities available. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, the best defender in the game against engine wear, provides 15-minute drive-through oil changes and touchless service for busy people. Go to get 
PrintOnOilChange.com to save 15% on your entire invoice and your 15-minute drive-through oil change. Print out the coupon or pull it up on your mobile device. That's GetAnOilChange.com. Adam Jones, Knights on the Sports Hub. With two receivers right, trips left, wide side of the field from the Cleveland 28, going left to right, and pressure on Brissett as he drops back, throws near side, picked up by Jalen Mills, intended for Njoku. Mills runs it right across the field, 45, upfield inside the 40-yard line, and he's tackled by Cooper. His second interception of the season. Jalen Mills with the interception there. NVIDIA Bank partnering New England safety Adrian Phillips for a Be a Champion for a Child to benefit the Boys and Girls Clubs of Metro West to provide youth development, education, prevention, social, athletic, and recreation programs to at-risk children and teens. NVIDIA Bank donating $1,000 every defensive interception or turnover that Adrian and the defense make, up to $30,000. Patriots forcing four turnovers today, so that's another $4,000 donated to the Boys and Girls Club of Metro West. That's a total of $11,000 so far this season, courtesy of the Patriots' defense, and obviously a big day for them and the team as they beat the Browns at Cleveland 38-15, to get to 500 on the season, now 3-3. Three and three. We have Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com with us. It's Jim Murray, Joe Murray, and you at 617-779-0985 here in the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. So on the defense, Greg, uh, you know, obviously, as you mentioned, they hold their ground against uh, the rushing leader, in the league, and Nick Chubb uh, entered the, 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 the game 593 rushing yards, seven rushing touchdowns, and he was really a non-factor today. And a lot of this was after they lose Christian Barmore uh, to injury in this game. But talk a bit about the, the secondary. What did you make of the play for them today? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, it, it looked fine to me, um, you know, on TV. I, I, you know, I thought they did a nice job. Uh, I mean, Brissett's just one of these guys, and the Patriots know him better than anybody. It's probably one of the reasons why they were ready to – move on from him after just one season as a, you know, a decent middle round pick is that, you know, if you can get him off of his first read, um, and even when he's locked on his first read, uh, you know, he, he stares things down and he throws things late, like all the time. And, uh, the Patriots were ready for that. Um, you know, I think they, they selectively, like they always do selectively moved around their double teams and sort of, you know, spun the wheel a bit with their coverages and, and, you know, that that was good. I mean, you know, it's it's two parts on defense. If you're gonna if you're gonna you know really worry about the running game, which they obviously were, you know, you leave yourself a little exposed on the back end. And I thought, um, you know, overall they did a really nice job at uh, you know playing balanced on on defense, which led to this kind of performance. Can you just continue talking about what Matthew Judon is doing? And they blitzed the hell out of Jacoby Brissett today. Was that part of the scouting yeah. report, or was it because of the score? Yeah, I, I I think it was definitely they they wanted to get him a bit flustered. I mean, will Jacoby hit you every now and again on on a you know deep pass if if you bust a coverage? Sure, but I don't. I don't the Patriots do not bust many coverages. Um, you know that's that's for sure. Yeah, I think I think it was all Joe. I think it was all part of it that you know even if you even if they ended up running the ball, you're you know, you're run blitzing. And so I think the Patriots were just fine with that. I think I don't think that they were afraid of Jacoby Brissett at all in this game. I didn't see anything on film that, that should have led them to be, you know, uh, worried about him. And so that, that being aggressive and then getting the store, score in your favor, once the Browns were down and uh, they went away from the running game, I mean, it was just you knew the Patriots had the advantage. All right, your calls with Greg Bedard, 617-779-0985. We'll start with Anthony in Texas. What do you uh, make of Bailey Zappi and his play in this win today, Anthony? 
Hey, guys. I, this is more for Bedard, but Bedard, I respect your football acumen tremendously. Um, however, and my caveat to that is, I think you got to start coming on to the, the Bailey Zappi fever. What I saw today, I don't think Mac Jones can do. I was waiting for the Mac Jones dumb interception or the dumb throw that he makes once or twice a game. I didn't see that at all. And I don't want to go like all like Zolak on you guys, but I kind of feel like it looked like number 12 was back there when I saw some of the underneath stuff, some of the stuff only take what the defense gives you. I don't see that for Mac at all. We got to go with Zappi. Belichick, if you take Zappi out, this is, this is an albatross. We need to get, keep Zappi in. Thanks, Anthony. How, well, how about this, Greg? How, what, what's, how's Bill going to handle this week? I mean, because he's going to get peppered with these questions, whether he likes it or not. Is it just going to be him swatting flies and, you know, day by day and grunts and snorts? Because this is, whether he likes it or not, this is now going to, like, peak on a national level, the zappy fever, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it. the answer to that question sort of lies in what you think about his post-game, press, uh, his post-game comments. I mean, um, I'm waiting for the Browns to post a transcript, and they haven't yet. But to me, Bill was clearly uh, downplaying Bailey's performance in this game. I mean, I don't know if you guys read it the same way. I mean, he called it a solid performance, said he has so much to learn. Um, You know, he he could have gone the other way. I don't think he would have gone totally the other way, but... um, Yeah, he definitely... There was some trying to... Yeah. Put out the fire a little bit, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it seemed like I mean, and he's no idiot. He knew he you know he knew coming into that he's like people are going to be running wild. I mean, you know, and and I was a little bit surprised that and you know I'm not I'm not in Cleveland for this game, so you know uh, I'm not going to criticize those guys. I was a little bit surprised that there wasn't just the straight up question: um, Does Matt get his job back? Um, but perhaps they were reading the room with Belichick and that response that 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 said a lot. Um, I think he's going to continue to do that. I think I think the the coaches will look at the film and then they'll see. Now, what Anthony says, um, you know, much much respect um, for his opinion there, and I I do think I think it's certainly valid. I'm not going to shoot it down about his you know Mac one or two dumb throws in the game. But here's here's where I am on all this, and I think it's a big picture thing. And and we talked about it on Felger and Mass this week, and I think some other reporters started to talk about it more as the week went on, and even today on game day. Uh, to me, this whole Bailey discussion between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi and about how Zappi's taking care of the ball and he's making quicker decisions and all that. That's the offense. They're run they they have been asked to run two different offenses. And to me, Mac Jones's struggles, and, and I tried to say this at the time, and of course I got shot down with it. Um, I tried to say at the time that this was not the right offensive approach. You know, there there's a reason why Josh McDaniels was as conservative as he was last year. There's a reason that Mac Jones was much more stage managed than people understood. And to me, it looked like Matt Patricia came into this year, saw what they did at the end of that last year, and it's like, well, we need to one-up what we did last year, and we're going to come out like gangbusters. We're going to do big plays. We're going to go shotgun empty. We're going to do all this stuff. And I thought it was to the detriment of Mac Jones and the offense overall. What Bailey has been asked to run this week, you give Mac these same teams, these same offenses, and I'm sorry, Mac Jones certainly does as well. I think they the, you know, the the Lions game is probably like one of those 50-point games like they had last year. Uh, I think that it would have been a 50-point game in this one. I think it's 
the the difference that you're seeing is not Mac Jones versus Bailey Zappi. It's Matt Patricia in that he's been handcuffed by Zappi. And this is really where this offense should have started, much more conservative and then branched out. Instead, they tried to get out way aggressive early, and both Mac Jones and the offense weren't ready for it. So you're saying it's not Mac Jones versus Zappi. It's the fact that when Patricia was playing, he had a plethora of plays, and now with Zappi, it's been made easier for him to call plays? I think they, yeah, I think they went back to basics with the offense, and that's where they should have started with the Patriots. You know, and I think it's, I think it's the two different Matt Patricias. I mean, he he obviously is operating with a more confined playbook with Zappy, and you know, maybe they should have started there, and they started with, you know, some of their their stuff that they installed. It just, it wasn't the shot plays. It's, you know, it's it, it wasn't working. I mean, and and so. To me, this is where this is the Patriots' offense. You know, he says Anthony says that it kind of looks like um, Tom Brady. Yeah, because this is the Patriots' offense, including most of the running game is the Patriots' offense that we've seen for years. And it took uh, a rookie quarterback getting in for Matt Patricia to call it. And and to me, the big issues for Mac Jones was Matt Patricia and how aggressively he tr- he tried to call the offense early on in the season. All right, more coming up with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. You want to get on with us? Couple open lines, 617-779-0985-3815, the final. Patriots over the Browns in Cleveland, now 3-3 three and three on the year. With the Chicago Bears coming up next Monday. I think you can safely say they'll be 4-3 and three after that game. Your call is coming up. The Safety Insurance 98.5 Sports of Patriots Radio Network. These days, 99 cents doesn't get you very much. It could buy you the world's worst haircut or one bite of a stranger's tuna fish sandwich. Mm. Or you could use that 99 cents to buy a delicious cup of Cumberland Farms coffee any size, any day. The choice is yours, plus applicable tax. Put a stop to what's bugging you this fall with Burgess Pest, the trusted pest control company of me, Mike Felger. With nights getting cooler, mice and spiders are moving inside. That's why Burgess Pest protects my home with a plan that starts at only $39 a month to guarantee elimination. Get started this fall at BurgessPest.com. A friend of mine loves to gamble. Poker, sports, horse racing. Of course, he also loves insurance policies that promise he'll only pay for what he needs. Talk about risky business. Accidents happen. Weather events happen. What he needs and I need and you need is coverage that really protects us. If you're looking for a guaranteed win, ask an independent agent about safety insurance. We'll help you manage life storms and come out ahead. Hi, I'm New England Patriots Captain David Andrews. Being a captain means showing up, being dependable, and working hard. Those are values the Win Waste Innovations team know well. Win Waste Innovations is the official waste and recycling partner of Gillette Stadium and the New England Patriots. They handle all our waste and recycling needs, and they incorporate sustainability at every step. That means performance for us and performance for the planet. Win Waste offers a wide range of waste and recycling solutions for your home and your business. Visit win-waste.com or call 866-WIN-WASTE to get Win Waste on your team today. You go the extra mile for your clients. Does your bank do the same for you? At Clinton Savings Bank, we help you take your business to new heights and soar above your competition. With customized lending products and business services to meet every size company, combined with senior level know-how, Clinton Savings Bank will take your business beyond banking. So for your next business banking need, call the experts at 978-365-3401 or visit clintonsavings.com. Clinton Savings Bank, go beyond banking. Member FDIC, member DIF.
trains don't flow. John Sewer, we get the job done. Boston has a long, proud history. With history comes age. And with age comes unique issues, especially in your plumbing. John Sewer is a local company, and their history includes over 40 years' experience solving Boston's unique drain issues. And their large team of technicians always allow them to reach you quickly. Find out how they can help at johnsewer.com. John Sewer, we get the job done. This is my mom. She's the best. We have so much fun together. Right after I was born, my mom got really, really sick. She was so sick that she needed to get a new heart just so she could live. My mom told me that she got her new heart from someone she didn't even know. That person saved my mom. That person is my hero. Be a hero. Be an organ donor. Register at registerme.org. Sponsored by New England Owner Services. Football is finally back, and you can score big this season by heading over to findmassmoney.com. There's over $3 billion just waiting to be claimed at findmassmoney.com. From things like forgotten bank accounts, stock certificates, payroll and refund checks, one in ten people have unclaimed property, and that one could be you. Find Mass Money is free and easy to use. Visit findmassmoney.com and see if you can score big with some extra cash this football season. That's findmassmoney.com. A one-time investment in yourself for results that last a lifetime. Drop the weight holding you back and receive free support for life with a solution for weight loss. Awaken 180 Weight Loss. You know, there are thousands of families that don't have coats to keep them warm, but you can help. Drop off your gently used coats at any Jordan's Furniture, Anton's Cleaners, or Enterprise Bank, and your coats will help so many families stay warm. Thanks. This is Ty Law, Pro Football Hall of Famer. Celebrate with friends, family, and co-workers at Apex Entertainment in Marlboro. Be amazed by 30 luxury bowling lanes, chef-inspired menu with two full bars serving signature cocktails, making it a perfect destination for events. Come to Marlboro and visit, or check us out at apexentertainment.com. Connect with Boston's home for sports online, 98.5thesportshub.com. First down and 10 from the 19-yard line. Thornton sweeping to the left, takes the hand off, goes to the 10, he's gone indeed! Touchdown! The second of the day for the Patriots rookie. Rookie class is paying off here today. Tyquan Thornton, 19-yard touchdown run to make it 31-15 New England at the time. Part of the Red Zone recap presented by Windwaste Innovations with four trips for the Patriots into the Red Zone. That's another $2,000 given to the Dana-Farber Institute for Cancer Research. Windwaste Innovations, the official waste and recycling services provider of Gillette Stadium and the New England Patriots. Visit win-waste.com today. Getting back here in the Shaw's Patriots postgame show, Jim Murray, Joe Murray, Greg Bedard of BostonSportsJournal.com. One more segment with him. Patriots beat up the Browns 38-15. to So a couple of things to touch on in playing that clip. The Patriots rookie class paying off. These last couple of drafts, starting to hit on some of these players, Greg. Yeah, no question. Yeah, I mean, they're getting um, – it's about time they get some contributions from um, – younger players which you know they didn't for about five or six years and led to the need to spend in free agency so anytime you can you know draft and get guys to contribute uh, you know i'm all for it the more younger legs out there for the patriots is good not only for the present but for the future for this team and on and the other thing is their success in the red zone you feeling better about that because that has been even in the win last week against detroit like the, they stagnate once they get into the red zone settling for field goals that also do you think that looked better today I mean, they were one for three, so it's <laughs> it, so their their percentage actually dropped in this game. So it's hard to say it was it was better. I mean, I thought the approach was better. I mean, we'll have to see how the execution was, but that 
you know, they're looking to Hunter Henry, who I think, you know, the numbers that I did, I think running backs were being targeted um, on passes 47% of the time in the red zone. And which is just ridiculous, and that needed to change. And you know they 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 got Hunter Henry down to about the five yard line once from the fifteen, which was nice. He had a touchdown, um, almost had another one, but got knocked out of bounds. Um, and I you know I thought their approach was a bit more sound. I mean, you know if, if this game goes the other way, you're looking at the opening possession. That's why it's you know it's hard for me to exactly you know give Matt Patricia a ton of credit in this game. I mean, he he definitely had some miscues, including the opening possession. I mean, first and goal at the one. I don't really have an issue with the play calls, but the same formation and same personnel, all three plays, um, and to not punch it in there, um, you know, that that could have been huge in this game against a different opponent, and luckily it was the Browns, and, and it wasn't an issue in this game. Uh, the tight ends got involved today. Hunter, Hunter Henry, John o. Smith made a big play. Um, I keep going back to what you just said before the break here about the, you know, the, the Patriots offense and that's what it is. I, I guess I got to follow up on that, but what, why are they not ahead, doing Joe, that go, with go, Mac? Go nuts. Go ahead. Follow no, up on that. Why, why are they not doing that with Mac Jones or is Mac doing too much? I, I, I'm still it's trying Mac to figure that out. Joe, Joe, you watch the games. Do you think their offensive approach has been the same when Mac Jones was the starter and when Bailey's out, absolutely not. It has not. So been the yeah, same. I mean that's 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 a decision by Bill Belichick and the offensive coordinator Matt Patricia. And I thought it was a mistake. You know that's why we talked about the offense. You know during August, and we're just like you know at least they've largely junked the outside zone scheme, which yep. hasn't really done anything. And you know so that's been good. That looks like wasted time. That you know if if they could go back and do it all over again, they'd probably say, you know, maybe we should have worked more on red zone offense or, you know, our play action game than the outside zone. Um, but yeah, I just think that, uh, you know, to me, the offensive issues early on in the season had to do with the approach that they went with, which I thought was a miscue. I thought that they, I don't know if Matt Patricia got bad info on where Mac Jones was or, or what, but at the end of last year, but, um, he still, a second-year quarterback who needs uh, a lot of help, and you can't exactly. I, I just thought it was too wide open, too aggressive. Where if this team went more conservative to start the year, pounded the ball, went more play. I mean, they never did play action with Mac Jones, and that's the best part of his game. Yep. They suddenly do it with Bailey Zappi all the time, and it's working. And guys are running wide open. I mean, that's clearly a coaching mistake in in my mind. And so, hopefully. Uh, this at least the, the the good news for the Patriots going forward is hopefully this teaches Matt Patricia that hey this is what we should have been doing from the beginning of the season you know we we did this with Bailey we can do a little bit more with Mac Jones and now suddenly you're cooking with gas on offense yeah and I just want to give you credit because you're calling it out they fixed it and if they did go to Mac next week against the Bears do you think it would be the same thing we're seeing now I hope so. I mean, that's this is the path forward for this offense. You know, you gotta you know run between the tackles, stay with what good, what you do well, play action, look to the tight ends first in the red zone. I mean, Hunter Henry had nine touchdowns last year. He was tied for the league lead uh, among tight ends, and and he couldn't even catch a sniff in the first you know three or four games of the season. And so I, I think it you know it, it's taken. Uh, you know, rookie quarterback being inserted and sort of putting the handcuffs on Matt Patricia. But you got to think. 
I mean, Matt is no idiot. You know, he's extremely smart, and he's he's got to look at this and say, you know what? You know, this this looks really good. And the thing with Mac, Mac will get us into some better plays, you know, some things where, you know, like Bailey, I don't know about this week because I haven't seen the film yet, but I know last week, you know, Bailey had a few plays where the Patriots ran bad plays. And, you know, Mac wouldn't do that. Even Bill sort of um, alluded to that today where he said, you know, there were some, there were some plays that, uh, you know, really didn't go so well. And he sort of put it on Zappy a little bit. And that's, you know, just part of him being young and not, and, and you don't have to deal with that with Mac. Emilio in Rhode Island wants to talk about uh, the player that we just heard the clip of coming back. That's Tyquan Thornton. You're next here on the Sean's Patriots postgame show. Go ahead, Emilio. Hey, guys. How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. And I just wanted to say, Tyquan Thornton, it's glad to see New England wide receiver look like a, 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 a rookie New England wide receiver, look like a competent NFL receiver. Hopefully they build on this and, and keep going with him. And um, I like the fact that, Greg, to your point, that, you know, they dumbed down the playbook or at least modified it for Bailey Zappi. And plus the level, uh, the quality of the opponent hasn't been very good. So it's made Bailey Zappi look much better than what Mac Jones was when it really wasn't. Everybody called it a regression on Mac's part, but um, his attitude didn't help, but also that they were trying all these different things that didn't suit it. And so if they played more like this in the beginning of the year, maybe they still start one and three, but it, it's sort of a different feel. Maybe Mac doesn't get injured. Um, I, I know you want to go with the hot hand, and I think like the team has sort of bought into it. So it's going to be hard to see um, if they, you know, trot out. Uh, Max Jones for maybe a, a, a what do you call it ego boost against Chicago get 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 the numbers up um, because I, I don't think Bill really wants a, a quarterback controversy I think he gets annoyed with uh, having to answer that question week in and week out um, yeah I'm gonna he, let you I'm gonna let you go on on that Emilio gave you about a minute or so yeah I don't know he'll be annoyed by Tuesday you you I, I guarantee you that if he's not already about this on Thornton though let me ask you this Greg. Uh, could this potentially make someone like Nelson Aguilar expendable in that? I know it's not a great contract, but I don't know. Is he? Could he be? A, could they trade him? Uh, you know, between now and the trade deadline. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to get very much. You know, like, like you said, the contract is an issue. The Patriots to really do anything at the trade deadline, they're going to need to create a lot more, you know, cap space just to fit people under. And you know, I know that. The cap space can be maneuvered, and you know, and Belichick has yeah. even said that. But the thing is, is like, yeah, but do the Patriots do that? They they don't really do that. I mean, but they're going to have to create space anyways. I think they only have like three million under the cap, and they're going to need more to just finish the season. Um, and and Aguilar is not going to help that. I mean, I I hope so. I mean, I you know Thornton, it's good to see him back, and and he certainly was at least in camp. What we saw of him, he was the best you know rookie receiver that i can remember with the patriots that that came in and you know was able to do things and he stacked success every day unfortunately he had the injury and you know i'm all for him displacing uh nelson Aguilar in this matchup and today was a you know a really good start for him so you know we'll have to see what happens yeah, maybe robbie anderson's available he just got kicked out of the uh yeah steve wilkes the interim <laughs> head coach just threw him out of the game <laughs> they were interested really? right they yeah. had an interest in him i know at one point yeah they yeah they talked to the pan they asked the panthers about robbie anderson and i, I don't think uh, the patriots didn't want to pay the price for him and you know he's a good solid veteran receiver but you know he's <laughs> he's had some um, team issues the past couple of years. So on that, let me squeeze in one more call about the trade deadline. Chip, uh, you're going to be the last call with Greg here. Go ahead. Hi, how you doing, guys? You guys were always a joy to hear. Hey, thanks. Enjoy your insight. But, like, anyway, um, 
with the emergence of Thornton, even if only for a game, and I heard uh, Devontae Parker had just a little sideline hissy fit with Troy Brown, who besides Aguilar would be an exp- expendable receiver for a trade, or is it solely Aguilar, or do you think it's Parker at this point, like for a pass rusher or linebacker to trade them? Or maybe even Kendrick Bourne. You know, could another wide receiver find themselves expendable? And on that, what did you make of that little blow-up, too? Uh, I heard about it. I did. I didn't see it. Um, so I mean, you know, look as far as trading, uh, you know, Devonte Parker gets you six million dollars in or whatever prorated of six million dollars in cap space. Like he doesn't cost you anything to trade. Um, Aguilar, if you trade him, there's five million of dead money. You're saving nine million. Um, you know, so you're you're getting a net there. Uh, I I think the the Patriots have been trying to trade Nelson Aguilar since the off season, and nobody has wanted uh, an average receiver at that you know contract. Um, uh, you know, I I I would be looking for. Um, I want to say pass rushing help, but the Patriots don't really do that. Um, if I had to call the Panthers about anybody, and I don't think there's a fire sale going on there because those guys, especially Scott Fitterer and the GM, want to keep their job. You know, Shaq Thompson would be a guy that I would go after who I think would I think the Patriots need a lot of help at linebacker still, um, even with Jamie Collins coming back in the fold. So, uh, but I don't know. I, I mean, we'll we'll have to see. I think the Patriots would be open for business on some of their receivers. It's just you know, can you get another team to take the bait? All right, further insight with Greg Bedard on this game. Uh, Felgren Maz, when he joins them this Tuesday for a Big Boy Tuesday, starting at 2 o'clock. And, of course, read more about the game and uh, the Patriots all season long at, at bostonsportsjournal.com. Greg, always a pleasure. Thanks for taking the time. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right, headlines here with Joe Murray, and then we'll come back, try to squeeze in some more calls and take a spin around the league in Week 6. A uh, lot of upsets today, especially in the 1 o'clock games, so we'll uh, touch on some of those, but want to still hear from you on the Patriots' win over the Browns. Here's Joe with the headlines, and then back after this on the Shaw's Patriots postgame show.